show, the Authentic Drake Podcast. You know, where we move at the speed of life. Yesterday is over. We live in a moment because tomorrow is not promised. So I got a lot of things to get off my chest every chance I get. So it's no telling what's liable to come out of my mouth. So all I can tell you is sit back, relax, strap in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. All right, people, welcome back to episode seven of the Authentic Drake Podcast. It's been a minute. A lot of stuff been going on in the outside world, so, you know, so I had to come back and keep y'all caught up on what's going on in the mind of the great one. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, got L-Dub on the ones and twos. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, from shooting this shit with Brown. Was the Dub and the Brown Bear? Dub and the Brown Bear in the house. D-U-B-B. You know, you know how it go. Two breasts, two butt cheeks. I'm going to say, I ain't did this shit in a minute, man. Yeah, two two breasts, two butt cheeks. It's like riding a bike, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we uh got a couple things I'm going to touch base on, but I had to get my little rants out the way. Um, I just oh, had this conversation earlier. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves, when people take pictures and you look in the background of their picture, and they blinds are fucked up. <laughs> you got motherfuckers going to the comedy show, to the club, going out of, out the country, at the bar, mm. all kind of shit. With your blinds fucked up at the crib. Damn. Why you just can't take $100, go cut some new ones, <laughs> get the bitches fixed? <laughs> That's, I mean, I just want somebody to make it make sense with me. I'm like, everywhere I go, like, dude, I can understand people got little kids, but that's why you teach them little motherfuckers to stop fucking up the shit mm-hmm. and replace them bitches. If the, if, if the sun is coming through 75% <laughs> of the window, <laughs> I think it's time to replace them bitches. Hell yeah. Like, that shit is annoying as fuck. Like, anytime I see a picture, I pay attention to the background. Like, fuck the picture itself. If your dumb ass ain't vacuum the floor or the hallway used to be a white wall, but now it's gray, you know what I'm saying? Why would you put yourself in front of that canvas? I don't give a fuck how good you look. Mm-hmm. Everything around you is fucked up. Like, you in a spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What they call it when you move in a house without permission? You in there squatting oh, and squatting shit? And- <laughs> Hell no. Dude, that shit be annoying as hell, man. Yeah. I'll be like, dude, it don't cost that much for no blinds. It costs that you can you can fix that in the amount of drinks you spend at the bar. Right. Quit being cheap. Yeah, man. People don't care about that shit. No, nah, they don't care about that shit. Yeah. And then a motherfucker like me care about that shit. Cause right. if I walk in your house and the blinds fucked up, I'm already wondering, like, well, how the hell you you were just out of town and you couldn't spend forty, fifty dollars to get some blinds recut. Right. You cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or have some sheets up over that shit. Or right. Something like that. Yeah. I'm like, man, you can't yeah. make this shit up. But yeah, people, y'all, we gotta do better. You know, if you don't care about your your house and what people receive when they walk in your house. Right. Like it's bad enough for me about me being a non smoker when you walk in a person's house that smoke and it automatically hits you. Yeah. And then you can see it on the walls. Because all the smoke that done stuck to the wall. <laughs> and you just sitting there as a non-smoker like you in prison. Right. 
Right. Like you destined just to inhale cigarette smoke for your duration of your stay. <laughs> like right. make make that shit make sense. So we got to do better, people, when it comes to that. That's been an age on that long thing that I've seen mm-hmm. for a long time. If you just ride down ten streets on the Lower East Side, you can pretty much see a whole lot of fucked up blinds. <laughs> right. The motherfuckers who park their cars on their grass in front of the house. Right. I don't know why motherfuckers do that, but that's your grass. Not mine. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I had to get that off. My other, uh, Brett, I fucking hate Dearborn, man. Damn. I hate driving through Dearborn with a passion. Not Dearborn. Bro, if you really think about the amount of lights that's in Dearborn, like every fucking mm. three to four blocks, it's a fucking another traffic light. Yeah. And then you add the fact that all these motherfuckers drive slow as fuck in Dearborn. I can't stand Dearborn, man. You got a point. And I'm only saying that because, yeah, I was just in Dearborn yesterday and shit. And, um, yeah, I was on Michigan Avenue and, like, Four Road. and Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking lights for no reason to. Especially, like, even on the residential streets, they, like, narrow as fuck. They cram a bunch of houses on their blocks. And, yeah, it is. Yeah, you got a point. See? Fuck Dearborn. <laughs> if you live in Dearborn, I ain't mad at you, but me? I ain't got no love for Dearborn. Right. I mean, yeah. Other than some good-ass shawarmas, though. They got some some decent little... Yeah, it's a nice taco joint off Michigan Avenue, too. Yeah. If you if, if you into the uh, the shawarmas and the, and the halal and all that shit, they do got some shit, <laughs> shit going on in Dearborn for that. But yeah, no, nah, the streets and all that, yeah. I get you on that. Shit ain't nothing like a chicken swarmer with some extra garlic. You damn sure better not be trying to kiss a motherfucker after you eat that bitch, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. You better go straight to the motherfucking bathroom. But yeah, Dearborn, you get you drive me fucking nuts. What was that shit I just sent on the on the Instagram group and shit that uh that halal uh, freshly hand slaughtered? <laughs> oh, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hand slaughtered meats. Yeah. So Dearborn, you got some good qualities, but your fucking traffic. And the way you people drive, Damn. you can keep that shit. Damn. And this coming from a man who's seen crazy-ass drivers in Mexico. Right. That shit's instant classic. Yeah. Y'all know some <laughs> bullshit. Which ties into, especially with all the construction going on. Right. The abundance of clogged traffic because of semi-trucks. Whether it's a semi-truck, a moving truck, a garbage truck. I don't give a fuck what truck it is. Like, shit just holds up traffic. Right. Daily. It's like you just murder behind a light because you know it's going to take that semi-truck like five minutes to get up to speed and shit. <laughs> right, yeah. I be trying to make sure to get around from behind them niggas, man. Right, but if you end up stuck behind that motherfucker, it's like watching paint dry. You like, fuck. <laughs> right. Like, are you son of a bitch? Get the fuck out the way. Hell yeah. And they just be cruising on the lawn like, I'm, on, I'm only out here on my own. Especially when it's like a one-lane street with yeah. all the construction and they know they... Ain't no rush to get to where they're going. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you just back to like 13 cars back like, what the fuck are we doing? Then you see a semi-truck eventually turn a corner. Right. That man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and hiring me wheels attached to that motherfucker that you drive it. Hell yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> man, and it's like, I get fixing the roads. It's like, you can't really complain about construction because yeah, they are trying to improve the roads and we complain about potholes and shit like that. But, nigga, it's like every fucking major road in southeastern Michigan is under construction at the same time right now. Like it's election time. 
Dog, it's crazy though. Like, I mean, you know, I'm mainly on the east side and shit, but nigga, mom, Van Dyke, Shaner, all of them, nigga, all grass, grass shit, nigga, they all got construction. You can't go nowhere without sitting in a line at this point. But shit, the, crazy as hell. But the fucked up part about it is, with all the construction going on, like even on my side street, they done tore up half the side street. They finally put the street back together. Now they work on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. With all the construction they doing. They're not doing shit in the inner city unless it's leading you to downtown Detroit. Mm, yeah. So it still goes to show that they don't give a fuck about the city of Detroit. Only if it leads to downtown. Right. They're going to fix it. Yeah. They ain't they ain't got to the hood hood yet. No. And they ain't going to get to it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, Detroit coming back. I said, I told this guy, I said, by the time Detroit come back, the way they think Detroit going to come back, mm-hmm. I'll be dead already. <laughs> Like, well, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Yeah. Detroit ain't gonna come back in the next 20 years. You looking at by time first they gotta clean up the corruption. Right. Then they gotta clean up the crime. Right. Then all these streets with like three houses on it. They're gonna have to build more houses and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got you gotta do all that shit. So yeah, by the time Detroit come out to where about things gonna be, it won't be in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're right. Cause like I was watching the news and I seen some shit where they said they gon' they should have all blight removed by twenty twenty four. Right. But you know, going off of what you're saying, like yeah, let's say they do tear down all the abandoned houses, everything that's boarded up, all the bullshit, they wipe it out. Okay, you still sitting there with a block with only one or two houses on that bitch. What you gonna do with all that extra free space that you done tore everything down? That side of it, yeah, that's gonna take a long ass time, and they gotta give a fuck to do that shit on like. Linwood and all type, you know, Mac and Bewick is what you normally right. say, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to, to get all that shit updated and fixed up to where motherfuckers would want to live in that bitch and be comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Like, as you define what does coming back actually mean, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to raise my kids in Detroit right now. And then you still got to get the crime rate down for motherfuckers right. to feel comfortable moving back in the first place. You ain't right, exactly. That's so, my whole point, dog. Like the schools, the crime, like all that shit, man. I, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'll be out that bitch with ARs every day, but I don't want to have to live like that. You know what I'm saying? I want to live at least somewhat comfortable. I mean, I love I love the city, man. It just people the expectation like it's going to turn around overnight. Right. And that's my thing. Like if it was just me and I ain't had no kids or shit, even a wife at that point to have to protect and provide for. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd live in the city. It'd be whatever, whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? When you got other lives to look after and provide for and shit, man, you don't want to have to be going through that shit or fucking pulling mags out all the time and niggas getting, hearing gunshots and shit. Come home, some random nigga sitting on your couch talking to you out of Kool-Aid. Like, right. wait a minute, motherfucker, why you with my shit? Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit, man. How the fuck you know I ain't got no goddamn Kool-Aid in my motherfucking refrigerator? <laughs> shit, right. man, fuck you and your Kool-Aid, nigga. It's cool, is it? But yeah, so I had to get them rants off, man. But I got a sports topic. I had ran by, I don't know if it's you I talked to. No, I mentioned it to you mm-hmm. and Ryan. Remember when I said the way the Pistons are set up, Ivy probably going to be the alpha dog of that squad. Yeah. Based yeah. on his. But if you notice after I said that, all of a sudden, K started balling out the last couple mm, games. Right, right. And he he been on a tear lately. <laughs> right. Averaging like 28 points or some shit like damn near. Uh, I don't know if it's a triple-double, but damn near. But for sure, a, a double-double, I think. Yeah, but I mean this. And Troy Weaver, if you listen to this, <laughs> I need you to do me a favor. Because people are like, what's the Pistons' problem? I said, if you watch the Pistons' games, 
the minute the starters goes out, dang shit. Damn. Okay. Like, like you got uh, Hamadou Diallo, don't do shit. Yeah, that nigga just a highlight reel every now and again. You got Killian Hayes who still can't shoot. You done heard about this nigga going to friends practicing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he still can't shoot. When I had hope in that nigga, dog. Nerds in the well came in because Jalen Duran hurt. I'm looking at this nigga like, why are they even paying you? <laughs> you're like a complete, you're like a complete waste of space. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Damn. And it's like I watch them and I just know the minute they, if they close in the first quarter, as soon as the starters go out, them niggas just start getting the shit beat out there. Damn. Because can't nobody shoot. So that's what it is, huh? Because I swear that's what I was going to ask. Like, why these niggas, man, suck as much as they do? Like, why are they two and whatever? They can't shoot. Like, they won one game, then they was losing a shit ton. Then they, they beat the Warriors. Shit, I was at that game. But yeah. other than that, nigga, they be losing to I, everybody else. And I'm like, why the fuck? For as cold as Ivy is and K doing good and shit, yeah, why they fucking losing? But, yeah, she's saying that's the bench. They Isaiah Stewart needs to be on the bench. Damn. Because this motherfucker, I know he trying to shoot threes. He shoot and, threes now, though. <laughs> yeah, he shoot threes. That don't mean he make threes, nigga. He made that one three when they won that one game. Uh-huh. But, Hofton, you think that shit going to happen in an 82-game season? Right. That nigga ain't making shit. Move that nigga to the bench. Mm. But, um, my man's ain't been back yet. Bagley, has he played this year yet? No, he'll be back in like another week or so. So, when he come back, ain't uh, Stewart going to the bench? You know what? I don't know, cause they might have Bagley come off the bench. Cause they got my man starting right, boy, boy, yeah. boy, and they re up with him for boy, two years, thirty nine million. Right, and that that's nigga, that's a cold white boy. I ain't know he was that cold, dog. Yeah. Like, he actually got some game on him. Like I can understand them niggas ran him up a little bit, dog. Like, like I think it should be K Ivy, Sadiq Bay, Bayanovich. Yep, and I would actually start Bagley at the center. Yeah. And then have Duran and Stewart come off the bench. That way he can shoot his threes all he wants to, but he ain't right. starting off the game. Because if you look at, if you go back and look at the last, where the game you was at, matter of fact, the game you was at, how many times he left that nigga wide the fuck open? Who? Stewart. Oh, at the top of the key, knowing shit. what's the, like they do Giannis. What's the yeah. odds that he going to make that shit? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was wide the fuck open. Treat that nigga like Ben Simmons, man. Like, right. dude, like, like I got to do something about that. Yeah. And, so. nigga, and that's a shame, dog, because it's like, at that point, because I know you be like, fuck Dwayne Casey and shit. But it's like, man, these niggas regressing and shit. Like, if you think, okay, so for the starting five, you said, if you're thinking about they bench, you got Duran coming off the bench. So your five off the bench might be somebody like Duran, Stewart, Killian Hayes. Diallo. Diallo. And Isaiah Livers. And, and Livers the only one that can shoot. That's, nigga, that should be a cold little But it's bench. not. But it's not. That's terrible. Your guard is horrible. And poor, who was my man that was part of that quote unquote core four that uh I don't even see no more. I don't even know if he in the G League on the on the cruise no more. Um the the guard nigga. I don't know. Um, cause it was Bay, Stewart, uh Killian Hayes, and who's the the number thirty eight, the little short nigga? I don't know. All I know is that was the quote unquote core four. That was the year before K got here. Even low gas station attendant, Cordis Joseph, whatever the fuck his name is. It's <laughs> that motherfucker shoot a little bit, but oh, yeah, man, why, why they always got them little weird niggas, man? I thought we was gone, we was done with this shit after uh, who was my man with the weird cop mustache left and shit? Frank, somebody. Oh, uh, fuck, what the fuck is his name? Now they got that other nigga Joseph. Yeah, he look weird too. Like he don't even like he should be playing basketball. 
Yeah, as far as Casey go, man, you got to think. They was tomorrow on the radio the other night. They was like, he on the hot seat to get fired because, A, he was a coach when Troy Weaver got here. Right. So right. Troy Weaver didn't pick him. Right. So it's like, he not really, I mean, the motherfucker damn near 80. Right. So what impact is he really going to have a year or two from now? Mm-hmm. So if it was me, hell yeah, I'd ship that motherfucker out. Right. But in my own personal opinion, to close this topic out, you need to line up Killian Hayes, Hamadou Diallo, uh, who the fuck? Isaiah Stewart, Nerlens Noel, mm-hmm. and put a bullet in all four of them. <laughs> I'm gonna quote Mike Valini: Just line them up and just put a bullet in each, <laughs> every one of them. They just leave right. it alone. Oh, shit, man. I nigga. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I'm hearing they trying to get Draymond. So I don't know what they would take. But if they would take them niggas, man, and send Draymond, I, I don't want. Shit. It's just. It's no different. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Stewart shoot a better three point percentage than Draymond Green. Mm, yeah, you got a point. So what's Draymond really doing? Draymond old as fuck. You want all that extra Damn. bullshit? I don't want that bullshit. Mm. Let that nigga go play with LeBron, so LeBron can have another scapegoat. <laughs> right. Shout out to Kyrie being silenced by the NBA. Right. Trying to make a black man shut up because they don't like what he had to say. Exactly. You know that documentary was nothing like they tried to make it out to be. They really. You know, made it bigger than what it was, mm-hmm. and then you, like they said, uh, you you crucifying Kyrie for posting it, but you ain't crucifying uh, Amazon for being on their platform. Right, Kyrie too posted. You ain't said shit about Bezos, but you talking about some NBA player who just tweeted on his own Twitter. Right, make that shit make sense. Yeah, because if it was that serious, nigga, it wouldn't be available on Amazon. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't, you don't hear nobody protesting Amazon to take the shit no, down. They ain't said, yeah, they ain't said shit about Bezos. Motherfuckers jumped on the bandwagon. Everybody attacked Kyrie because of his because of the vaccination shit last year. Right. You know, you had Shaq, Charles Barkley, everybody talking cash shit about the motherfucker. But Shaq movie theaters showed the goddamn documentary. But you don't hear that motherfucker talking about that shit. Right. So motherfuckers only say shit when it's convenient. So right, and them niggas, man, they don't want the backlash to say something about it like that. So yeah, they just gonna say whatever everybody else saying. But it's like I don't know. I actually, I really, I do want to watch it to actually see what it's about because even the title, Hebrews the Negroes, like it's telling you what it's about. It ain't about bashing Jewish people or nothing like that. Right. That's basically saying that black people were the original Jews, the original Hebrews. From the Bible and shit, so all you know what I'm saying, but that that's a whole nother can of worms. That's the whole white Jesus you see in church and everything, but the whole hair of wool, skin of bronze, and all that right. shit. Right. <laughs> if that ain't a black person, who knows? You know what I'm saying? And what the hell is a black person in? But right. And shit, if Jesus was the king of the Jews and he had wool hair and his skin was bronze, I mean, you know, I don't really know what else you need yeah, to know. You don't want to have that conversation, right? That's a, but like I said, that's a whole nother can of worms, right? But shout out to KD, man. For you know, KD, just, KD just want to want to hoop, man. My Brooklyn Nets ain't doing so hot, but they won their last couple games. The league's fucked up, nigga. The Warriors three and something. Lakers, uh, Lakers two, two and something. something. You know what I'm saying? This is wild. The fucking cleat, fuck, nigga. Hit hit everything. I, the fucking buttons ain't. I'm so I'm hit, turn it on. Turn it off. What else can I hit? It's terrible. You talking about Cleveland Cavaliers like seven, seven in the dog, seven and one is shit. <laughs> Fuck Cleveland. Fuck them. Fuck them in the ass. I, I'm, I'm probably loud as shit. You're right. But, um, 
Yeah, fuck them, dog. And they got my man because I thought the pit shit. He should have been on the Pistons anyway. Who? Um, not Booker, but who's the one, the one that got traded to Cleveland? Oh, Donovan Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yes. I mean, yeah. Should have got drafted by the Pistons, but now he in fucking Cleveland and they seven and one. Pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, fuck you, uh, Stan Van Gundy. Mm-hmm. Yo, dumbass. Dumbass. But our yeah, our backcourt could have been no. I take that shit to my grave, nigga. Our backcourt could have should have been Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell right now. Yes, yeah, so I said that too. Then somebody was like, "Well, no, nah, because they would have played the same position, so you only would have got one." I probably would have took Devin Booker over Donovan Mitchell. Mm, yeah, but they could have made that shit work. Oh yeah, you know that. But you know, we'll see how the Pistons do when Bagley come back. But for right now, they they need some shooting for real because they they're uh and they small as hell compared to like where well, everybody's small compared to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. small as shit. But I'm still gonna try and make it to that Brooklyn game. Unless they just really suck ass, I ain't gonna waste my money. Uh huh. I watch that shit on TV. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but I'm a. Uh, it's just one topic. I just seen it this morning, where this some girl uh, killed her baby daddy over a microwave. Damn, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> microwave. Yeah, so based on what I can gather from the report I read, they came back from a baby shower, and uh. I guess he went and warmed some food up in the microwave. And she proceeded to walk up and knock the plate out of his hand. I guess he was supposed to make somebody else some food first. And she slapped the plate out of his hand. Damn. So he pushed her off of him. And then she proceeded to grab a knife and stab the snake in the leg. <laughs> Didn't realize she hit his, the main artery. Yeah. Uh, I guess her uncle or somebody broke it up. She leaves. He bleeds out and dies. She come back, police waiting for her, like, oh, yeah, he dead, girl. What you talking about? Damn. And uh, kind of found out they had, like, five to seven instances where police was constantly called out to the house. Mm-hmm. One time, she stabbed him in the neck. Damn. I guess they got into it. She stabbed him in the neck, and he ain't pressed charges. Dude, if a chick stab you in the neck. In the neck. Damn. I mean, damn. You, What more do you need to know to get the fuck away from? A, a chick that attempted, well, she stabbed you in the neck. But I'm pretty sure it was some warning signs prior. Oh, I'm sure it was. To a chick stabbing you in the neck. And you ain't want to press charges. Her mama defended her like, well, you know, they both went back and forth. The shit was toxic. Toxic as fuck, nigga. I'm telling you, dog. And you had a nerve to pump this. And this bitch ugly as fuck. Ain't no telling what she did, dog. What kind of trick she had in the first league, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. She must have been a professional throat launcher or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. uh, he fucked around and put a baby in this girl, and then she already tried to kill you once. Shit, nigga. That bitch probably had a whole kit, nigga. Ice, paws, all kind of shit. Yeah. I, love is a hell of a drug, man. Yeah, I, I, I ain't, not, ain't that much love in the world to get me to, to have me want to kill somebody. Dog, love is a hell of a drug, man. That shit's dangerous, dog. You gotta play at your own risk. For you, to, do for you to just purposely go get a knife and stab this nigga? Mm-hmm. And then leave like it was nothing and come back like everything was going to be okay? You in a real toxic ass relationship. Hell yeah. And so the end result is, he's six feet under. You about to be in jail for at least 25 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as you drop that baby, they're taking that baby from you, and it's going to go right in the system. Right. Now you make it make sense. Yeah. Fellas, stop knocking up these crazy, toxic-ass broads. Please. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make this shit the fuck up. 
Yeah, shit. Heed the warning signs, man. That's all you ladies, say. if you got a motherfucker that's toxic, like I always told my daughters, if a motherfucker say some crazy shit to you, and you and you laugh that shit off, you better take that shit serious as hell. Right. You know, especially in 2022, because I just had this debate with a friend of mine. Shout out to Cynthia. I told her I was going to shout you out. But I was trying to explain to get her to understand that you just can't fuck with dudes these days with the risk of repercussions because you think the shit just ain't shit going to happen. Mm-hmm. God only protect you from so God only can protect you from so much. Right. You get that wrong crazy motherfucker, and then it's going to be like, you know, well, what the hell? So, right. yeah, y'all got to be careful out here. Oh, no. shit, nigga. Yeah, and that's that, that's that toxic shit, nigga, from both sides, dog. It's like these women that will push a nigga buttons and shit because you think ain't nothing going to happen to you. And that's probably a good dude that was raised right not to put his hands on women and shit like that. But you're going to fuck with him, fuck with him, and fuck with him and keep pushing buttons because you know he's not going to do nothing back. The nigga's going to snap at some point. Shh, nigga, I locked my ex up because it, it got to the point where I was really about to go old school, mm-hmm. beat her ass. Uh, and her mother asked me, like, well, why did you lock her up? I was like, well, you had two choices. Right now she's sitting in jail, so reflecting on her behavior. Or you can watch her child being fed through a straw. Which one would you prefer? Right. <laughs> so exactly. I, I don't I – don't, I don't do no toxic shit. If you give me a hint, an inkling that you're on some toxic shit, I am out the door. Mm-hmm. And shoot, like you saying, man, shit, niggas these days ain't got that level of restraint that, you know what I'm saying, we had coming up and shit like that. So, yeah, them niggas gonna lash out in a heartbeat. So, yeah, be careful with that shit, man. Walk that, away. This shit ain't worth it, man. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't give a fuck how good she look, how good her sex is. How fat her ass is. That shit is not worth your life. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, women. I don't care what kind of car he drive or how much money he got. Or if he just think you just think he the best thing since sliced bread, that shit is not worth your life. Right. So hopefully motherfuckers understand that shit. I just feel bad for an unborn kid who ain't never going to know the bond with his mother. Although that might be a good thing because if she's stabbing motherfuckers in necks and. Right. Shoot, Lord, if it was a what if it was a, she had a girl. Right. Come up thinking shit like that is okay. Right. Teaching your daughter how to be toxic. Like, that's just sad, man. Right. But you know, though, that that bothers me, too. Like, you know, I don't watch a lot of TikTok. I don't watch a lot of that shit. But you see a lot of women on TikTok with their daughters and shit. And I be like, you already setting your daughter back. Yeah. Already from being a wife. Because all she going to want to know is, I got to be in front of a camera. Right. I want the world to see me and all that. When they should be focused on cartoons, education, <laughs> and other right. shit. Not TikTok doing yeah. some old booty dance with their mama. <laughs> that shit is sad, dog. That shit is annoying, it's man. Like you on the camera shaking your ass and shit, and you got your little daughter, she's shaking her ass and shit, and it's like, damn. Oh, she ain't going on no better? Because you already teach, that's what I'm saying, like a lot of, and people hate to say it, but it's a lot of women who don't deserve to be mothers. Right. It's like it's a lot of dudes who don't deserve to be fathers. But the difference is, we don't have no control whether the baby born or not. Right. And it's a lot of women who don't deserve to be mothers. Mm-hmm. And then when the kids grow up and they want to raise the kids on their own and they don't want the father around, because it's so convenient to say the father ain't around. But most of the time the father is around. You just want to do the shit on your own. Right. But as soon as the kids start fucking up, what you do? 
you need to come get your kid. Oh, oh, now you want me to help you out. <laughs> right. I get the fuck on with that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that shit crazy. It and it just goes back to the way dating is just set up, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard a uh, a topic on the radio yesterday, and it was like, is dating in 2022 biased against men? Damn. What you think? In what way? Overall, because my question would be, when was it ever not biased? Exactly, but you know, we're we're just, I mean, we're just talking about shit. currently. What the fuck you mean, twenty twenty two? When was the shit ever not? That's true, but I, you know, sometimes you got to ask the question: Is dating biased against men? I mean, shit, nigga. I, yeah, because it always has been shit, nigga. That's just from the way we was taught. Growing up, men got to do all the shit, got to pay for everything, got to do this, got to do that, got to court the women. The woman is the prize, so you got to come get her. Y'all know that's not true. The man has to find his woman, so that means that they can just sit there and bat their eyes, and you got to do all the fucking work. You know, that's, that's, it's always been like that. Yeah, that's some bullshit, ladies. And in turn for that shit, men get to die earlier. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The, you know what? That's true. A man sit up there, you you live your whole life to take care of your woman. And you, at the end of the day, you die before your wife. And then they set up. And then you just realize through the whole time you busting your ass. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting nowhere near the shit that she benefited from you. You didn't benefit nowhere near the amount of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it is biased against men. Like you said, we got to do everything wait, the way the world set up. Women ain't got to do shit, but just look good. Right. And my thing is, shit, that ain't really, you don't even know what you're getting when you talk to women nowadays because you meet a chick, you got to look past the makeup, the hair, right, the eyelashes. You know, women not really natural anymore. It's very rare. Damn, Lions actually scored a touchdown. Hell ain't yeah. that a bitch? Wow. I'd be the only one for the game. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, yeah, like they say, Dudes tell dudes the truth. Be dudes, be honest when they first meet, you know, whatever. Right. But you ain't even getting a natural self because you had, once you once say you got past the makeup, the lip gloss, the eyelashes, yeah. the weave, the the body suits. The, right. The, you don't know what you're getting. You know what I'm right. saying? So who knows when that shit ever started? Like, why do women have to put on like makeup and this, that, and the third, and then you get then you getting into the lashes and the weave I'm and a, all this other kind of shit and all this fake shit and even nowadays you got push up bras and fake asses and all this other I'm a, kind of stuff. I'm gonna tell you when it happened because I had this conversation with a, a older lady a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was like just a random conversation. If you, because th- I, I, okay, people who don't know, people who know I'm 47. If you go back, I go back to when I was in my early teens mm-hmm. when rap first took off. You know, gangster rap, all that shit first took off. Right. It was maybe a handful of, like, it was maybe one or two, maybe three female rappers in that time period. Mm. Niggas came over with forties and blunts, and shit came up missing, man. Fuck. Right, brown bear in the building. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. USDA certified out the wilderness. What's going on, my brother? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So if you think back, it was only a handful of female rappers 
that really didn't have too much of an influence because it was mostly a male dominant. Uh, oh, what the hell is that? What the fuck is that? The fuck this motherfucker? I put some old. Oh, oh shit! The, uh, the mass and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I need some of that. Yeah, we got some. Uh, what's that? Bell Isle Blood Orange Moonshine. We about to get in. Ah. Yes. Shout out to the Blood Orange Bell Isle Moonshine. I never seen this shit before. We gonna see a whole lot of it in a minute. All right. But uh, yeah. If you go back, like I said, it wasn't many female rappers early on. So you didn't have the dominant black female influence. You had the Ebony magazines, the Jet magazines, but right, wasn't nobody getting their body done because they couldn't afford it and all that stuff. Yeah. So as time as evolution of rap and everything in the black community evolved. If you look at rap right now, there's so many female rappers now, you can't even keep track right? how many female rappers it is compared to males that stand out. True. So you, so you got all of them, because if you look at that, the, the female rap area, social media, like I can't open my social media and don't see nothing but reels, TikToks, and videos. Of chicks half naked with fat asses and titties who had work done. Why is that? Because I, I, every, don't, I, feel, I don't know if we talked about that before, but you're like, why is that? You know what I'm saying, dog? That's it's all like, you see. My whole search feed, and it's like I don't even be looking for no shit like that. Nigga, my nigga, my Instagram is fucking cars and wrestling and sports. But if you go to my search, yeah, it just be like females with ass and this and all this out of all this work done. I'm like, why where does this shit come from? I can look on just on my Facebook timeline. I can, if I had to guess, I would say my friends list is probably sixty-five to probably seventy-five percent women mm-hmm. on my timeline. And the level, like every day, pictures, 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 pictures. Every day, like pictures. Yeah, they look good, but I'm like, you look the same as you did yesterday. <laughs> but they you still cute though. But you look the same as you, you, you just, it was. You look the same as you did on Monday. Oh man, dog. And, and it's like you know, it's like everything is being pushed because everybody wants to look better than the next person. And then with surgeries, people be able to make payments. Everybody want to get their boobs done. Everybody want to get their ass done. Everybody want to get their stomach cut. Whoever want to do. Mm-hmm. But you never hear about the risk. Of doing all that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that that's where it come from. It's like everybody got and I know ladies, y'all gonna disagree with this, but you know how I am. Y'all come with this excuse talking about, oh, I'm doing this for me. You know damn well you ain't doing it for you. You're doing it for the hot girl summer, so you can be on the beach. Damn. Have the same guys be like, damn girl, you sexy as hell. Even though you in your forties, you know, maybe you about to knock on fifty. You ain't just doing it for you. Right. So Y'all can say that narrative all you want to. I'm just going to look at you with the same look that y'all know I'm known for having. I just look at you. Like, dude, it's not, I mean, you do what you do for you. Right. But what they, what the problem about that is, if you if you poll 100 guys, women think the hair, the lashes, the nails, oh, by the way, there's still an APB out on that first dude who told her girl, like, you know what make you look sexy as hell? Get some long-ass motherfucking eyelashes. I'm still trying to find that dude. Anybody know where he at? Because I don't think no dude ever said no shit like oh, them, that. Them, them, them centipede ass right. lashes women be. Yeah, I don't know where that shit came Looking from. Looking crazy uh, as fuck. I don't know where that shit came from, man. I don't know. I don't know. That shit's so weird, man. That 
That's an onion, dog. That we can, nigga, you can spend all day peeling that shit back. Cause that shit's wild, yeah. nigga. Like white women want to look like black women, so they be getting fucking lipo. And then, cause I said I was just talking to Shayla about that other the other day. I think she was watching um, uh, Housewives of somebody. And that you shit, damn near all the white women on the show had big ass, puffy ass lips. I'm like, why they all look like that? Yeah, all that Botox and shit, cause they want to look like black women, but. Black women want to look like white women because everybody was getting perms and pressing their hair out to be bone straight and shit like white women where, nigga, that shit ain't natural. But the crazy shit about it is, because I, I see a couple of videos on it on YouTube, if you told 100 men like me, any woman I'm with, I want my woman as natural as possible. Right. I don't need all the weave. I don't need all the makeup. I don't need the extra long nails. Most men... I'll guarantee you, out of if you polled a hundred men, at least eighty percent of the men say they want a woman that's pretty much natural. Right. And women seem to think men just want the small waist, fat asses, you know, because they get their body shape for dudes to like it, and it's for attention. Because let's be honest, women all love attention. It's all about the attention. So if you're doing it for you, you're just doing it for the attention. But what the problem is, most guys don't want what you think they want. Right. And the reason why y'all don't know that because y'all never ask the motherfucker what he want. Y'all assume what he want and try to tell him what he want when he can tell you, like, I just want my woman as natural as possible. Right. But they don't want to hear that. Because yeah. between all these little housewives of such and such, all these little movies, all these fine ass females, and like I said, with all the cameras everywhere, any female with an ass going to be in front of a camera. Any female with some nice ass titties going to be in front of a camera. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, a real dude to want a wife looking at you like, yeah, you for the streets. And right. technically, you might not be. But if you get that perception, right? shit, it is what it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. Shit, do you. Yeah. You know, that's why they be like, shit, motherfuckers ain't, uh, you know, really trying to do. Motherfuckers don't want to get married no more because it's not beneficial. Right. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to tell nobody, you know, how to dress, what to look like, you know, do you or whatever or whatever works for you. But just understand that you're going to attract what you put out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that they don't want to accept or talk about. If all the fuck you doing is wearing leggings and this and that and you got your ass out, low cleavage, titties everywhere and shit. Like, I mean, that's cool. If that's how you feel comfortable. But don't get mad when every nigga to talk to you just want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to, you know, wipe, wife that up and no shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Men thinking tears. You know what I'm saying? At least right. most dudes. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I can build with this one. I can fuck that one. I just won't head from this one. I just go show this one off when I go wherever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for that one that you're going to really want to build with and, and put your time and effort and heart into, it ain't going to be the, the, the leggings, lashes, and fake nails and all that bullshit. It's going to be somebody that's real and authentic, that's really about the shit that they're trying to do. I just think the one word that never gets talked about in dating from men and women, because we're both guilty for y'all who try to comfort me, saying I'm biased, <laughs> but uh, it's respect, man. Yeah. Like, the level of respect is not given the way it used to be, right? the way it should be. And it really makes relationships really hard to achieve because nobody wants to everybody wants to don't want nobody telling what to do right even though as a man i'm supposed to tell you what to do because if i'm supposed to protect and provide for you and to do a degree i'm supposed to be able to tell you what to do right because uh, you ain't gonna sit up here and tell me 
I got to do all this stuff for you, but you ain't going to listen to me. Oh, that ain't how this works. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that ain't how it works. So, yeah, man, that's why that's why they was talking about, you know, guys don't want to get married no more. It's not incentivized for men to get married, but I talked about that in the episode, mm. last episode, so I ain't going to go off under that. I went on that tangent on the last one. <laughs> but, I mean, like, if people ask me, would you get married again? I'm probably 78% not would be willing to get married. Mm. You have to be some old head over heels, uh, outlier of the cosmos to get me to, <laughs> for me to, for me to get married. Like I'm not, yeah. no, I'm not doing it. So, Hey, for all the women that's listening, somebody do that shit. Cause I still have yet to be in a wedding Hey, bro. and take, I need to be drunk and take a one of cups. party and all that shit. Drop a peach in there so he can pour that in there before he drink it all. Oh, so he yeah, get that I'm experience. done with it. <laughs> Same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I told him don't drink it all before. Yeah, but yeah, man, you know, we ain't gonna get off to that. That's what, like, dudes don't want to get married no more. Yeah, because it's shit, man. Most of us is married now, so yeah, it's only Dre and, and one and two others is left, man. I gotta be in a wedding and shit. I need to be drunk and talking shit, so. Hey, I'm just saying, one man. One of y'all women step up. Come on now. One of y'all gotta be out there. Yeah, I wanna act right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't make people act right. Yeah, you should. You know, somebody gonna thing. step up one day and realize they tired of bullshit. Hell yeah. That was yeah. a lesson I had to learn. You cannot control other people and what they do. All you can nope. do is fucking roll with it. And people wonder, like, you just so content. Y'all showing the fuck is. Mm-hmm. Go to work, come home, go fishing, hang out with the fellas, play through the PS5, go on trips. Shit, I'm Hell content. Yeah. I want to do it with somebody, but I just ain't going to do it with just anybody. Right, you got to make that shit worth it. If I can't get the basic levels of respect where if you out and about, if I can't get the basic level, oh, yeah, we got the... The way was that the old Smoky Mountain Peach back in the house? Yeah, it's about to get real up in here. But yeah, man. No, people don't like the way you dress when you away from me. Like it's a, the basic level of respect, right? But you know, motherfuckers love attention. But that's why you end up like end up with a lot of guys that they end up with because the real motherfuckers ain't gonna fuck with you, right? Because you say for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. motherfuckers for the streets like especially when you're a motherfucker who got a lot, lot of shit to offer you know what I'm saying you gotta have a lot of shit to offer and motherfuckers just don't deserve the shit cause they not giving you you know what I'm saying what you what they need to give you for you to do huh no them was the last two no nigga you said remember when I asked what we was drinking mm-hmm. I thought you all Said it. Hey man, why can't brother can't get a date? We go. He said it. Yeah. Oh shit, nigga. Well, if we ain't got shit else to drink in there after this one, we can go run and grab some more. Yeah. Yeah, we got plenty of that. Oh well, shit, nigga. Yeah, we yeah we drinks up here, man. So we do stuff on the fly. Yeah. A little half intermission. But yeah, I'm a uh, yeah that date shit, man. We got to work that out. You know, people got to have be more respectful to each other. Right. You can't build shit if you can't get the common decency and respect on both sides of the fence. For see, like I said, for y'all who try to comfort me and say I'm biased, <laughs> <laughs> you know how they get like, "Oh, you do is best women." I'm like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I get the fuck out of here with that shit. So, yeah, I'm gonna move on from that because I'm gonna wrap this up in a minute. But I'm gonna go off into, uh, yeah. 
We've been away for a minute. It's been a lot going on. Yeah. Um, life and shit. Shit, real life. Work and shit. I think I, I think I probably set a record. Like, I lost my father in August, and then I lost my adopted grandmother in September. Right. Then my father-in-law passed away two weeks ago, so we just buried him last week. Yeah. And uh, shout out to my father-in-law, Hardy Turner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rest, rest in peace. Probably one of the coolest, one of the coolest dudes I ever met in my life. Yeah. You know, you know, you know the old dude that always had his car clean. It was you never seen it dirty. <laughs> right. That always wore like dress clothes every single day. Like you never <laughs> seen him not dressed up. Hell yeah, a little two piece outfit. With, with the, yeah, with the hat, with the hat, the ring, yeah. the watch. You know what I'm saying? Classic. Dude, the coolest. I swear, the coolest man I ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and you know what's so funny? One of my crowning moments was we was over at the house, and uh, that's right after I got uh, uh, that winter after I got the truck, and I was leaving, and he looked out the window like, "Oh, that's your truck right there." I was like, "Yeah, I got a little something, something." He's like, "You know what? That's real nice." I said, "Oh shit!" I waited, I waited my whole life, I waited my whole life to hear you say some shit like that. Like right. he gave me some props. What? Hell yeah! Yeah, man. So shout out to my. Father-in-law, you know what I'm saying? Rest easy. Yeah. You know, you're up there with my mother-in-law so y'all can reconnect on y'all wonderful marriage. So, yeah, yeah it was hard on my kids and my ex-wife and my brother-in-law. But, you know, mm-hmm. we all get through it. Right. Which brings me to my grandmother, Freddie Starks, who I found out during the funeral of my father-in-law. is in hospice at 96. Wow. So it's not really wrong for me to say it. By the time this show airs, I'm pretty sure she would no longer be with us. She's here currently now, but by the time this show airs, yeah, she would not currently be of with us. So uh, I guess it's weird because she's 96, and her birthday's day before mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than my grandfather, who died like 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? She was at the she was at the top of the, the food chain, man. You know what I'm saying? Her reason for all of us being here. Right. You know, you gotta look to her. So it's like shit. Like riding by the house, knowing the house ain't never been, you know, so the house ain't never sat dormant in like fifty years. <laughs> like that shit crazy. So I just wanna say rest in peace to my grandmother. Yes, indeed. like I said, you know what I'm saying? You you had a long life. Yeah, that's a blessing, man. Ninety six. And I joke with her when I saw her the day two days before my father died. I joke with her. I was like, "We are gonna have a a hundred hundred year old party for you," and uh, so you gonna outlive us all. We always joke with her about that, but you know she was tired, and everybody make you know say God make decisions when it's time for you to come home. So you know what I'm saying shout out to her for ninety six years and giving birth to my mother. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So what I heard would be no us. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been a rough couple months. I never experienced that many deaths in a three and a half month span. Right. So you know, I don't wish that on nobody. Mm-mm. But all I can say is one thing I learned is giving their flowers while they're here. Right. The one thing that did work that helped that made me proud was the fact that uh, when I did see her, my son was talking to her. I think he talked to her for like an hour. 
and I was on the porch talking to my Uncle David. So he's like, they chat, they chatted up for like an hour. That's good. And he was like, uh, I said, you have a good, good, you know, good talk with your grand, your great grandmother. He was like, yeah. So I'm glad you got that time to really just, you know, chop it up with her. Because then I told him what was going on. So he was kind of blown away by it. Uh So now that conversation he had was carried a lot more weight. Right. So, yeah. So like I said, rest peace to her. You know, she, we ain't always agree on everything. But she was my grandmother and I love her to death. Right. So what her birthday is the day before mine. (laughs) She probably, she probably pulled that off. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it what it is, man. You know, we all lose people, but I just don't ever plan on losing people in succession the way I have. Right. You know, it's very rare. And uh just gotta make make do. Keep it moving. Do the best you can and give people their flowers while they still here. Cause that's basically all we can do. All right. So shout out to my family. You know, we'll figure it out as we always do. And uh I think that's about, I'm going to close that out. So be on the lookout for episode seven. Yeah. We about to wrap this up so we can get off into the dub and the brown bear so we can talk some shit. So combo pizza eating motherfucker. I guess Fats ain't here, so he had to represent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hungry, man. Hey, shit. I feel you, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? This has been 90 from Port Huron the whole way. Oh, you came from Port Huron? Damn. Damn. Shit, you, ro- you definitely rolled by my crib. He's like, damn, that nigga Drake riding down the street. But yeah, we about to roll out. So I'll catch y'all on the next one. And hopefully the Pistons do better by the time we come back in two weeks. Shit, hopefully. But I just want to reiterate, lined up Killian Hayes, Diallo, Stewart, the Norland's Noel, old nimble ass, and put a bullet <laughs> in all four of them. <laughs> and uh, one last thing, once again, shout out to Kyrie for the motherfuckers who on that bullshit. Shout out to Kyrie. I fucks with KD. And Brooklyn is on their way back. So, yeah. we out. <laughs>